Welcome to Seize Your Midlife, the podcast exclusively for midlife women. I'm your host, Bree Schumacher. We are going to dive into all the things from health and hormones to beauty and wellness. We'll be asking the question, what's my midlife purpose? And what am I going to do with the rest of my life? We'll also be interviewing women who've taken leaps or made U-turns in midlife. This conversation is going to be engaging, sometimes educational, a little bit funny, and always real. It is my sincere hope that you find your midlife purpose and lead your most fulfilling life. So join us on this journey to seize your midlife. Let's go. Have you been feeling discontent or maybe a little bit restless that your life is really good and really full, but you're just yearning for something more? I want to introduce you to my new signature program, the Seize Your Midlife Method, which will be launching in January of 2023. This nine-week comprehensive program will absolutely change this next chapter for you. You will wake up with a sense of purpose and renewed enthusiasm and excitement in your life. You will feel more alive and less blah. If you want more information about the program, go ahead and go to the show notes after the show and get on our email list so that we can get you the information and you can seize your midlife. Let's go. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Seize Your Midlife. I am so glad you are here today. Okay, so today is going to be my second episode of quote-unquote coffee talk, where I just kind of chit-chat with you. And today I really wanted to share some things that are really positive because I feel like in the world right now, things feel heavy and hard at times. I feel like that's what comes through our newsfeed. And so I just wanted to share some fun, uplifting things that will make your week get started on a positive note. Okay, one of the things that I wanted to do is talk just like every once in a while, I'll give you an update on some of our past guests. Um, I thought that could be really fun. So just wanted to give you an update on Marion Wagner. Maybe you will remember Marion from the episode, The 40s Are My Favorite. If you haven't listened to that episode, there are like pages worth of gems in that one, like where I wrote so many things like, Yes, yes, yes. Nod your head, yes. So you'll have to go listen to that one. But Marion, at the time of our recording, was 43 and pregnant, which, you know, is not that common. And since then, she's had her baby. So I just wanted to share that super positive news. Um, she had a baby girl named Sophia. And if you are not following Marion already, she is at Marion Wagner Coaching. Okay, the next update that I wanted to share, which is also a fun one, is one of my first episodes that I recorded was with Kelly Palfrey. She is an artist, and we connected over our love of the South Carolina marshes. 
you know, think we're the crawdancing, like Marsh Love. And Kelly painted lots of things about South Carolina. She still does. But since our recording, Kelly has moved to Montana, right outside of Glacier National. So that's exciting. And I can't wait to see if her art shows some of those new landscapes. And so again, if you're not following Kelly, it's Kelly Pelfrey Art. And I know you're going to love her. I loved hearing that one of my other guests bought some art from her. That is just the coolest. So okay, those were the couple positive updates I wanted to share on former guests. I feel like having guests on this show feels like making a new friend. It's just really incredible because we spend, if you guys didn't know this, about 45 minutes on a separate call just really getting to know each other and the history of the story of the person coming on. And so it does feel like this like intimate kind of relationship forms and it's very cool. And I've said to you guys before, if there's somebody that you're like, this person should be on the show, I'm always open for suggestions. So that is just really awesome. So I wanted to share that about them. Okay. The other thing that I wanted to tell you is a couple fun things that are just like silly, brainless. One is that if you are over 40, which I'm going to guess that the majority of you that listen to this podcast are over 40, um, you have to go to the Pandora station that is REM. I put that on this morning and I'm like, oh my gosh, like one goodie after another. Pearl Jam, Natalie Merchant, Counting Crows, like all the goodies. So take a listen and tell me what you think. The next kind of fun brainless thing that I want to tell you about are one show and two movies that take place in midlife that I think are really fun and silly. And I think if you are like me, you probably watch a lot of dark shows like Handmaid's Tale and Ozark and all of those things, which I love. I just finished Tell Me Lies. Again, dark, broody. And sometimes you just need a dose of funny and light. My gosh, I'm the person that watches like Bad Moms and Bad Moms Christmas like on repeat because I love just that like laughing and silliness. So here are three. The first one is the show Younger. And I think that I have told you guys about this show before because I am embarrassed to say I binged seven seasons, not seven episodes, seven seasons of the show. The premise is that the main character is 40 and she is getting a divorce. Her husband had gambled away all of their money and she had been a stay-at-home mom. For all these years, her daughter is getting ready to go off to college and now she's divorced, an empty nester, and she's like, oh my gosh, I have to get a job. We also have no money. And she goes to try to get back into the workforce and literally nobody will hire her. Nobody. She applies, she applies, she applies, and everyone's like, yeah, no, like you're so out of date. And I think sidebar, like how accurate is that? I think that a lot of women find that this happens when they take a pause raising their children, which is sad, but reality. Anyways, back to the fun stuff. So her friend, her best friend is like, I mean, you look really good. Why don't you just say you're 26? Like change your resume, say you're 26. And so that's what she does. She literally like gets extensions and she changes her resume and she gets a job as an assistant in this publishing house. 
And so everybody around her and all the friends she ends up making are 26. And it's with Sutton Foster. She's actually an amazing actress. The show is silly, but she's an amazing actress. And oh my God, there are so many hilarious moments. One of the moments is um, she ends up having like a 20-something boyfriend. And sidebar, she actually was 40 at the start of the filming of the show. And whoa, she like does a really good job looking 26. But she's laying in bed with her 20-something boyfriend and he's like, tell me about your first time. And she's like, oh my gosh. Yeah, it was at this Nirvana concert. And he's like, Nirvana? What were you like? Three? And she's like, oh my gosh, no, no. It was like a reunion tour and there was a hologram of Kurt Cobain and I was just dying because of course, if you are 40, you know Nirvana. My gosh, I can remember being 16 and my high school boyfriend at the time handed out the lyrics to Smells Like Teen Spirit at a party. Like everybody knew Nirvana, but 26, you're like, no, no. So there are so many hilarious, amazing gems in this show. Not going to change your life, but you are going to laugh. And I told one of my neighbors about Younger and she messaged me. She's like, oh my gosh, I'm already like on season three because that's how addictive it is. So Report back if you watch it. Okay, the next two are movies. The first one is a little bit older one, and I mentioned it before on an episode, but I'm going to say it again, and it's um, Wine Country, and it's with like the whole Saturday Night Live crew of women, and it is so brainless and silly, but just fun. It's like one of those movies that if you go on a girls weekend with your friends and if you are like me and you can't stay out late, you come back to the room and you're like, let's watch something. This is the show. The premise is that they're going there as a group of women for a 50th birthday. And there are just so many awesome midlife gems. And one of my favorite things is that they say things we say now. And I think if you listen to yourself and your conversations with your spouse, your friends, your neighbors, you realize if you are in midlife, there are things you're like, I I can't even believe we're saying this. And I just had this experience. So my friends and I are on this like text chain. And one of my friends was like, oh, week of old lady appointments. I got my mammogram on this day and I got my colonoscopy on the next day. And she's like, oh my gosh, if you guys have any tips on the colonoscopy or whatever. And my other girlfriend responds and is like, thank you so much for asking me about my colonoscopy experience. Let me tell you. And I sent back this voice text back and I was like, oh my gosh, like dying laughing, things we say now. So that's the thing. So pay attention to those like, oh, got out of bed, my knee, like tweaked my knee. That was one of my neighbors the other day. She's like, tweaked my knee cleaning. I'm like, things we say now. So that was a fun takeaway from that movie. And I know now that you hear this, you're going to catch yourself and be like, oh my gosh, I'm like, saying this out loud. Ridiculousness, right? The third show slash movie that I want to tell you about is newer. It came out not that long ago and it's called Mac and Rita. And in it, um, I think it's Julia Roberts' niece actually um, that might be the main character. And she just always felt like an older soul and she somehow wishes to be this like older woman. And she transforms into this older woman. Actually, I think older than midlife even. But you kind of see this just joy um, that happens and this kind of 
I don't know, like discarding of the layers and the faces and the trying to be things that happens when you're young occur in this movie. And so it just gives you just this awesome hope about growing old. And something I told the women at the retreat, and I'm going to tell you guys as well, is that there is this happiness curve that happens, (laughs) or maybe I should say unhappiness curve, and that the least happy in a woman's life is like 47 something. I can't remember the exact statistic. And then it creeps back up. It's just like U-turns back up. And they say that by the time we get to our 60s, we are actually at the same level of happiness as when we were children. And that's what you see in this movie. And I just think it gives us like hope. Like, okay, it's not downhill from here. It's actually on the upswing. And statistically speaking, once you hit that 47.2, I think it is, you are on the upswing. So that's that's fun. And the movie's really cute and it'll it'll make you laugh. I even took two of my kids to see it and they loved it. So take a watch. Tell me what you think. And actually last night, I was with my little guy. You guys have heard a lot about me talking about my little guy, Drake, because he's just... I mean, he can be a challenge as all kids are, but he just has this little sweet personality that I adore. And we were on a hike together, like a walk, and I was asking him about his classes and he was telling me how in music they were doing this like play skit type thing and singing. So I said, okay, can you sing me the song? And he was like, yes. And he starts singing the song and doing the little moves and dancing. And people are walking past us. And he doesn't skip a beat. He doesn't look over like, oh, they saw me. He just keeps dancing, keeps singing. And I'm like, God, that's the best. Just that unbridled joy with like not caring at all what anybody around you thinks, not even noticing what anybody around you thinks. And it is kind of sad to think about that as kids get older, I think their lights get dimmed a little bit. One, because they become more self-conscious, but also I think the world around children dims their light. And start to say like, eh, you're not the best singer or your art isn't the best. But when you're a kid, you're like, I'm going to sing. I'm going to belt it out. I don't care if my voice is bad. I mean, I used to like record myself singing Madonna on like a tape recorder. And my family would like fall off their chairs laughing so hard. I'm the worst singer in America, I can assure you. But like, uh, whoa, I did not care. I thought it was like amazing, you know, plugging my ear, like singing. And it is as we get older that people start to be like, eh, you're not that great, which is kind of sad. In some ways, it's necessary, right? Like we don't want to be like, I'm going to be a professional singer when you have no shot at being a professional singer, right? But that doesn't mean you need to stop belting out songs if you love singing. And I think something in that movie, Mac and Rita, and just even thinking about midlife and kind of that U-turn cycling back up, and my hope for all of you is that you come back to that childlike self, that self that dances and sings and doesn't care what anybody else thinks, that wears what you want without being like, oh, what are other people going to think about this thing? 
that you do the things that bring you that unadulterated just happiness and joy. And I have heard from a lot of midlife women that that is one of the greatest gifts of getting older is that caring less. And so I just hope that continues to happen for you and that you can kind of find that childlike spirit in yourself again. And maybe it's that you start drawing again. Maybe it's that you go back to the piano. Like think about something that used to bring you joy and try it out again. Try it on for size. Even if you're not quote unquote great at it, who cares? That is the beauty of this time. So if you try something again or try something new that's childlike or inspires that child inside of you, let me know. I would love to hear about it. I have really tried to pay attention over these past couple years to things that I see that I'm like, I want to try that. And just going for it. I think I've told you guys how I took the B class, like where you put on like the B suit and everything, went by myself. I was the only person under probably 70 there. And like, no, did not care. Did not care. Had the best time. Um, I also like was out with my husband around Oktoberfest last year. And there was one of those like, what do they call it? Stein holding competitions. And you know, I consider myself a Wisconsinite and I thought, well, I mean, there is no self-respecting Wisconsinite that doesn't participate in the Stein holding contest. And so I was like, yeah, I'm going to sign up. And my husband was like, what? No, you're not. And I'm like, oh, oh, yes, I am. I'm signing up. And I did. I went in my like little high heels and suede jacket and my little 411 self. And I did the Steinholding contest because I wanted to, because it seemed fun. It seemed like that unbridled thing. Like, I don't care if I'm the worst one. Like, who cares? And I wasn't the worst one. BTW. <laughs> I actually was one of the last two girls standing. So just pay attention to those things. I recently just saw that there was a class on crabbing in Charleston. Charleston's probably three hours from my house. And I folded it and it is on my counter right now because I'm like, I'm taking that class on crabbing. Like I am going to go out in this boat and I am going to learn how to crab because something in my mind when I saw that was like, I want to do that. And I think so much we see things and we're like, oh, that sounds cool or whatever. And we push it out of our mind. And we would feel so much more alive. And I can tell you when I've done those things, when I've leaned into those things, that I do feel so much more alive. So I just want to encourage you to pay attention to those little places that spark something in you and follow that spark. Give it some kindling. Go do it. Be like Drake. Be like that kid self. Okay, the last thing I want to tell you about, and this is such a powerful exercise, and this is for any parents that are listening, any mothers that are listening. I think we can all agree that parenting is really, really hard. Like the hardest thing you will ever do in your entire life. Am I right? And there are just so many days where you think, God, am I cut out for this? Like, oh, you know, even this morning, my son, I had dropped off my little son and I came home and my middle guy, he's 12. He like knows exactly what he needs to do. He had done none of it. He was 
sitting downstairs watching a show. He like had not brushed his teeth. He had not ate breakfast. He had not – nothing. Like he had done nothing. And I totally yelled at him. And he was like, stop yelling at me. And I did give him a hug as he walked out the door and say like, hey, I'm really sorry. Like I did – I shouldn't have yelled at you. And I also think you can do better. So like let's both try better tomorrow. And I think that's something really important in parenting is like when we are not great, which we won't always be great, right? Because we are also human and gosh, these kids push us, don't they? But I think being human back to them and saying, yeah, that wasn't my best self, it teaches them to do that in the future when they make a mistake to be like, yeah, I can admit it. Wasn't my best and I'm going to do better. But that's not what I wanted to tell you. I was just like, yes, parenting is hard. We can all agree parenting is hard. But there is a book that I read. It's called Be Your Future Self Now. And you are going to hear more about this from me because it is one of the best books and powerful books I've ever read. And I like dog-eared like every other page basically. And we used a lot of that material in the retreat because it's so good. But there is this exercise in there that he gives and that's what I want to share with you. And he talks about how he, as a dad, was getting ready to go back into his house. And he has six kids. And he was like, oh, just knowing he was going to walk into chaos and things everywhere and temper tantrums and all the things, right? So we pulled over and he said to himself, what can I do in my mind to approach this better? And what he decided was that he was going to imagine that he was walking into this very moment, but 10 years down the road, when all of his kids were out of the house, when they were all the way at college and grown up, and he had the opportunity to go back to this very moment of a house full of little kids. And he talks about how he walks in and he's a completely different person. Like he doesn't care that stuff's everywhere. He's happy everything's everywhere because he knows in the future that This house is going to be perfect, that things are going to be everywhere and it's going to be quiet and these kids are going to be adults or they're going to be close to adults. So I encourage you to try this exercise out this week and put yourself in an age where your kids will be at an age out of the home. So for me, it is 10 years. And I did try this one day and it was so amazing. I went and got Drakey off the bus and I was like, oh my gosh, look at your little hands and your little face. And like I got down like to his level and was like, tell me about your day. And I hung on his every word. And I think if we could do this more, we would be more present and we would be more forgiving of our children. We would act with more grace. And of course, you can't do this all the time, but when you feel like you are getting more frustrated, like I have been, Andy's been traveling a ton this fall, like basically the whole fall, and I have felt myself getting more frustrated. And so I'm going to use this exercise myself today when my kids get off the bus, and I am going to envision it is 10 years in the future, and then I get to walk back to this moment of this house and the sounds, and driving to soccer and all the things. And I guarantee I am going to start my late afternoon, evening with a lot more grace. And so I encourage you to do the same. The last thing I want to leave you with is to put out into the world that you are going to look for positivity. Ways to craft it and ways 
to receive it. I was having a hard day and I decided to block off my calendar on a Friday and go walk at this river walk where, you know, there's rapids and I could close my eyes and imagine I was at the ocean and there are trees and there are birds and there are all these things. And so I was already feeling better by the time I ended my walk. And there was this older gentleman that was there and he started chatting with me and asking me about my run because I, I was in like look like running clothes. And so we start talking and he was really enthusiastic and whatever. And we part ways because I was going to get my wallet and, and um, things from my car. And I go back into this little salad place and he's there and I'm like, oh, hi. And I get in line and I ordered this big salad I'm excited about and I go to pay for it. And the lady behind the counter says, that gentleman paid for it for you. And I looked at him and I said, oh my gosh, that's so nice of you. Why? Why did you pay for this for me? You didn't need to do that. And he said, listen, every day I listen to this podcast. And the podcast says, don't pray for a house for yourself. Pray for a house for others. And he said, so every day I look for someone to bless because you never know what is going on in someone's life. And he chose me to bless that day. And I really feel like when I walked and he saw me and I lifted up my head and I was full of a renewed positivity, that changed that moment for both of us. So just walk out into the world looking how you can bless other people and the blessings will come to you. Thank you so much for listening, friends. I hope you like this different kind of episode. And if you can, will you just give the podcast a five-star rating or write a comment in the reviews? When you do those things, it actually helps more people find this podcast. And the more women that join in on this conversation, the fuller it will be. Have a beautiful and super positive day. I am ready for you. 